Hello, friends. Welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again this week on our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. So glad you're with me again on another week. Check out LanceBain.com if you want to know more about me. As always, would love for you to leave a review, share with a friend, leave a rating wherever you may be listening. Those help us a lot. Get more noticed in the saturated world of podcasting. This is episode 176. You know, for our new listeners, really glad you're with me. For our regular listeners, Welcome back to another week of growing as a leader. This is our target is to help you um, be a healthy, reproductive leader. Our mantra around here we picked up from some other folks is you can't give away what you don't have. You can't take people where you haven't been. Leaders reproduce who they are more than what they know. And we measure leadership success not by how many followers we have, but how many leaders we are reproducing. We picked up that from Pete Scazzaro and John Maxwell and just being around in the world of leadership. So today I want to talk to you about a leader's core values, a leader's core values. This may be a new topic for you. Maybe it's a familiar topic for you, but I think it's an important topic, regardless of how familiar it may be to us. I believe it's a really important topic. And why do I think it's important? One, it's important, I believe, for self-discovery, to learn more about yourself as a leader and the, the things that really matter to you. And some of those things are intuitive and sort of baked in, and some of those things are values that you've learned through your years of leadership. I think it's also important not just for self-discovery, but for others to know who you are and to know what you expect of them and the environment in which you lead. So I want to talk to you today about a leader's core values. There's sort of three basic questions that emerged in my, my thoughts as I was thinking through uh, our talk today on a leader's core values. And the three basic questions are like, why are core values important? Uh, Second question is, what are the core values? I mean, what's that environment like? How, how, maybe a how question, how would I discover that? And then how do I uh, grow in that? So I think there's multiple sort of nuances of how you can discover your core values and grow in those core values. Let me talk to you about why core values are important. Core values are important for a few reasons. Number one, core values identify what is a priority. A value is, um, it's, it's an idea, it's an ambiance, it's a, it's a set of ideals, it's a, it's a way of thinking, it's a way of being that frames your living, it frames your leading, it, 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 it frames and builds the expectations Oftentimes, you might think of values as pillars. Sometimes they're unseen, and but they hold everything up. And I love values because they help identify what is a priority. And values also, core values also provide guidance. When a situation happens, you can lean into your core values to guide your response, to guide your thinking, to guide your communication, to guide and to govern your sense of connection with other people. 
core values also serve as a way of measurement. Last year, we went through our uh, annual review evaluation for our core staff, and we changed it from sort of a performance review to a values review. And we took, in our organization, we have eight core values, and we took those core values and we developed good open-ended exploratory questions three, two, two to four questions per value to really help our team explore how are they growing in these values. We want to measure that. And so I think core values and believe core values serve a wonderful tool of measuring are your leaders developing in the direction that you want them to develop? Is your organization moving and behaving and thinking in a way that you find valuable? Core values also serve as a point of instruction. They are a natural launching pad for teaching, for education, for information. And you need to continually educate and remind your staff, your team, your ministry, whatever your context is for leading, of your core values because they have their own set of core values and they have family core values. And if you're dealing with volunteers, they have core values in another workplace. And and then the culture, society wants to tell them what is important as well. And so there's a real war, if you will, for core values. So it's really important that you instruct, educate, inform, and continue to remind your organization. So priority, guidance, measurement, instruction, and then lastly, I believe core values are important because they provide accountability. I love core values so much. They, I love them. One reason is because <clears throat> they're like the third party that's sort of examining every day what's going on, what's going on in my heart, what's going on in my relationships, what's going on in my leadership, what's going on in the organization. And we can't expect to hold people accountable to core values that they've not been told about, that they've not been educated on, that they've not been trained or taught. And yes, core values can be more caught than taught, but the power of teaching core values is you provide a cultural glossary. You get everyone on the same working definition. How much miscommunication happens when people think they're saying the same thing and they're really not? And so core values are so significant and essential because they serve a a third-party place of accountability. When someone behaves or thinks or, or makes decisions outside of your core values, the core values are there sort of sounding an alarm. Hey, hey, you're violating, you're violating, this is dangerous, you're violating these core values. So priority, guidance, measurement, instruction, accountability, five wonderful reasons on why core values need to be a part of your leadership and a part of your organization or ministry. Now, some core values are going to be discovered by emotion. When you think, well, how do I discover my core values? I'm a young leader. I'm not really new to the idea of core values, not even sure where I would go to look or how I would discover that or explore that. One of the pieces of advice I would give you is to pay attention to your emotions. When you have um, to the margins of celebration, enthusiasm, excitement, a positive passion, and joy, and if you have to the other margin, frustration, anger, anxiety, uh, fear, oftentimes in these margins, there are values that are being being triggered. And they may be positive values. For example, I love it when people uh, really flourish. 
And so I'll hear stories of people getting breakthrough and flourishing and promotions and and marriages are being reconciled or things are happening with kids. And man, it excites me. And then I have to picture like, why, why am I so excited about this? I mean, it's their thing. It's not my thing. But I'm excited because it touched a core value that I carry. And, and on the other side of the negative end, right, that we, I'm afraid or I'm anxious or this, that also triggers a value. It triggers something. So if you'll pay attention to your strong emotions and just do some exploratory work, working on language, working on naming these values, uh, these feelings can lead you to a core value. Sometimes your passions can help identify that, similar to your emotions. Also, I would say apprenticeship is a great way, mentoring, coaching, uh, discipling, apprenticeship. These can help you also discover your core values. It can educate you on what should be your core values. You know, I was thinking about accounting, for example. It's important that a core value for accounting be accuracy and integrity, right? And dealing with numbers and dealing with people's finances and companies' finances. You want your finance department to have a core value for integrity, for honesty, uh, for control, for um, healthy policy, all these things, because it's part of the apprenticeship. It's, if you will, it's baked in to the purpose of a particular department. So for me, a core value would be clear communication. I communicate 35 to 45 times a weekend every year, and I want to be a clear communicator. I want to be a passionate communicator. These are core values that are baked into the calling, if you will. They're baked into the profession. So you can discover core values by paying attention to your emotions, through a mentoring or apprentice uh, coaching type relationship. And you can also discover core values because they're baked in to the nature of what you're doing. Let's talk about just a little more about how we can discover these core values. I want to give you a couple more areas where you could you can think about and explore and uh, search for some discovery about your core values. Because if you're the leader, your core values are, they're like a thermostat and they create a temperature in the room. And I think about teachers, for example, their core values affect the classroom. Um, Leaders, their core values affect the classroom. Anyone who has a place of influence, which is pretty much all of us, your core values, you carry them and they sort of emanate from you like a vibe, if you will, and people pick up on those things. And so it's important that you continue to discover your core values through feedback. Sometimes you can get feedback from other people intentionally. Uh, It's a process. It's a form. It's a part of your system, if you will, or maybe it's just conversational and relational. In either case, getting feedback from people helps you discover your core values. Sometimes they'll pick up on something that you're carrying that you may not realize yourself. Just going deeper in times of prayer, reflection, conversations can help you discover. Also, you can do a values assessment. Simply go and find online, search your favorite internet engine, search engine, and just do how do I discover my values? And there are assessments out there that you can work through to help you begin to name and label some of your core values. Lastly, I would say your temperament is going to have some baked-in core values. You know, 
someone who, uh, my daughter, for example, has a baked-in core value for fun. <laughs> she loves to have fun, and it is important to her that life is fun. That doesn't mean anything negative necessarily. It just means that she loves to have fun. So what I know about my daughter is that fun is a high language for her, and it's a core value for her. And so when we're together, um, when I'm talking to her on the phone, I'll say, you know, what did you do this week that's fun? What I'm saying is, what did you do this week that really fed your core values, that contributes to your sense of significance, to your sense of purpose, to your sense of why you are walking on this planet and why you are taking oxygen? And just helping people discover their core values can lead to and point to a place of significance and purpose and positive contribution to other people. Okay, now we're 12 minutes into this. I hope that you are beginning to understand, just sort of touch the iceberg on why core values are so important. I mean, I listed for you five reasons, priority, guidance, measurement, instruction, accountability, five reasons on why core values are important. And we talked about a number of ways that you can discover what your core values are, from paying attention to your emotions and passions, apprenticeship, those core values that are baked into the nature of your job, getting feedback, taking time to go deeper, maybe with a friend or a counselor or your, the person who's mentoring you. Also, a values assessment and a temperament. These are wonderful ways for you to discover why core values are important and how you can um, get more clarity about what are your core values. Now, let's say you've done some work, all right? Let's fast forward to four to six weeks from now, and you have done some work. You begin to explore what are your core values. You begin to label them. You've written them out or you've typed them on your device. They're easily accessible, someplace you can get to quickly and easily. One of the things I love to do is simply write them on an index card, carry them around in my pocket or in your wallet or whatever you may have, um, your phone case or something like that, because there's something about the brain and writing something with your hand. And an index card is small and easy to carry. And then at a bus stop or on a lunch break or in a moment when you're sitting at a long red light or stuck in traffic, just to have your index card in a safe place where you can pay attention to it and remind yourself of your core values. And let me tell you two sort of re reasons or rewards, if you will, about discovering your core values and, and growing in them and defining them. One, you have a chance now to communicate more clearly to others on who you really are. You know, people can trigger your core values and there's a, an emotional response, whether it's positive or negative, there's an emotional response. And some people are taken back by why such an emotional response? Like, dude, he was so over the top happy about that thing. I don't really understand what's going on. Or man, he, she so overreacted. Did you see how red her face got? She was so angry or upset. Or Did you see how they just sort of shut down after that moment and they stopped talking? Or did you feel that they were emotionally distancing even while they were in our presence? Did, did you see them get almost giddy like a child that they weren't even able to focus because they were so excited and enthused? You see, these are some examples of not really uncommon responses when 
those deep core values are triggered. And when we don't communicate our core values to other people, they may not understand. They don't have a context for why we are responding the way we are responding. And I think it's responsible. Let me say it this way. Let me say it negatively. It's irresponsible as a leader when you know what your core values are, not to communicate those at some point and in some way to your team, to those that you're leading. For me, our uh, core values as an organization, most of them come directly from me as the leader. There's this synergy, if you will, between the leader, the organization, and our core values, and they all work together. I also think it's important for you to write your core values out. We talked about that a moment ago on an index card, but let me get a little more specific on why I believe that's important. It's important because you want to begin to develop a cultural glossary. Depending upon the type of organization that you're leading, you may have people coming in and out. And there's a lot of buzzwords in sort of the world, corporate world out there or ministry world or whatever, such as integrity or honor or honesty or work ethic or um, uh, communication or you pick you pick the buzzword. And oftentimes, while these words, the dictionary creates a a general definition, many times people come from other workplaces where those definitions have developed nuance and subtlety. And they bring these nuances and they bring these subtleties into your organization. When you can name your organization's core values, that may be your personal core values or in, in harmony and in alignment with that, You begin to create a cultural glossary. And now what you're saying is, everyone, we're going to work on these common definitions of what our core values are. And so in my organization, which is a religious organization, one of our core values is joy. And what do we mean by joy? We mean we can have joy in any situation because anything is possible with God. Anything is possible with Jesus. Therefore, we can have joy in any situation. Our core value for joy doesn't negate the importance of lamenting or grieving. It just simply says this is also a core value for us. And I've put that in a cultural glossary that is accessible to everyone who participates and joins in our organization. So writing them down and being as succinct as possible provides an opportunity for a a cultural glossary and it provides an opportunity for those that you're leading to have more context about who you are as a leader. Core values. I love them. I think they're important. I think they're critical and foundational for you in your context of leader, whether you're a mom or dad, you're a leader in a corporate world, wherever your place of influence may be. Take some time and think about your core values. Name them, define them, write them down, let other people know what they are, and create this common cultural glossary. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody, to episode 176. I really, really appreciate you being a part of our little podcast from week to week. And again, if you would take some time to leave a review, to leave a rating wherever you may be listening, and to share this with a friend, I would be deeply, deeply grateful. Hope you have a great week, everybody. Stay healthy and stay hopeful, and I'll talk to you soon.